0: I'm Bobby Burton. Welcome to uh, On Texas Football Special Edition. Commitment number twenty is in the books uh, right now. Uh, young man out of Orlando, Dr. Phillips High School, Peyton Kirkland, offensive lineman, uh, six foot six, three hundred and forty-five pounds. Yet another big human for Kyle Flood has joined the Longhorns. Jerry Hamilton of On Three and Inside
1: Texas is here to visit with me about it. Uh, Jerry, what are your thoughts? Well, first, I can't recall a kid from Dr. Phillips ever committing to Texas. I don't know if you can, but I cannot. I mean, that's not been a place kids go to uh, to Texas from. So, again, is that the Arch Manning effect? Is that part of – which is, by the way, and I'll get into that in a second, um, how this kind of recruitment happened. But is it also the move to the SEC as well? Is it the kind of the combination of things? Are kids in the southeast looking at Texas differently now – that moving to the SEC is is becoming a reality. Um, I think it's probably a little bit of both, but I'll start with the Arch Manning connection. And when, you know, I mentioned on Inside Texas, I think uh, before even Arch committed, I'm trying to go back on the timeline, that there was a possible official visitor coming in June 21st, 2nd, 3rd. And I couldn't really say who it was at the time, but it was Peyton Kirkland because it wasn't, I I wasn't for sure if the visit was happening and the visit did not end up happening. He'd taken four official visits. He left Miami, his Miami official got done on the 20th or 21st and he was going to come straight to Austin. Well, he had a family reunion that weekend and they just thought it was a little bit too much travel. And so they said, well, you know, come back. Can we come back for a game? Maybe the Alabama game. And um, that's kind of what I was told. And, but he was always going to commit in late July. So I was I started to wonder, OK, well, you know, where's this recruitment actually going to go? But look, he reached out to Texas What he knew Arch was going to Texas, kind of like said Baxter did about 10 days before it actually happened. So that was June 23rd is when Arch committed. So days leading up to that and. Kyle Flood had recruited Kirkland at Alabama when he was a younger player. So there was an established relationship, even though Kirkland has never been on campus at Texas, he had met face-to-face with Flood. They had had plenty of conversations. Uh, Coach Flood had been in contact with Kirkland since he'd been at Texas. Um, and they had kept that recruiting uh, lifeline open, so to speak. So there's kind of your backstory. It's not totally out of the blue. It feels like it's out of the blue to Texas fans. And and I, understand why and and now maybe this helps them the texas fans at inside texas and a future subscribers understand how this recruitment kind of happened and that it's not totally out of the blue
0: yeah i i do have a question for you let's talk about him as a player and then i understand his mom is also in the process of moving to houston i want to talk about that but uh let's start with him as a player obviously from what i see on film is a kid that is just absolutely enormous and then quick for his size
1: yes Yes, that's what I saw too, Bobby, I, you know, and I saw him at Under Armour Camp in Miami in March, I believe it was March or February, March, one or two, and, you know, the things I, I look for with these big humans is when they get in a three-point stance, are they, like, can they be flat foot in a three-point stance, right, because you've seen those guys who are ranked high and they can't put both heels on the ground, And you're like, okay, those guys lack ankle flexibility and ankle flexion right off the start. And in a three-point stance, he's flat-footed. So he's got the ankle flexion. He can bend. Uh, He's got an 81-and-a-half, 82-inch wingspan, nine-and-a-half-inch hands, broad-shouldered kid. He's going to have to reshape his body, but that's what 80% of these guys come out of high school on the offensive line one way or the other. Uh, But, yeah, I, I see a guy that has enough body quickness to potentially be a right tackle.
0: Yeah, he's definitely a big, big dude. And uh, I, I was looking at that. What about his mom moving to Houston? What What is the going on? I, I know that had to play somewhat of a role so that she can now see him play more often uh, in Austin.
1: Yeah, I, I'm a little, uh, I, I've just, I've heard that. I don't know in what capacity, you know, job-wise, what she's going to be doing. Apparently the move is after his senior year. so they're, So early 2023, he's a midterm graduate, I believe. So it kind of sets up, he's playing a senior year, Dr. Phillips. And then when that, uh, the calendar turns to 2023, I believe she's planning to move to Houston or is as of today. You think,
0: uh, I mentioned the big humans. Here are the other sizes of the, he would be, he is the fifth offensive <laughs> line commit for the and long final run. And final. Yeah. Oh, and final. Okay. So they don't expect to take any more. Um, but of those five, okay, let me read you some heights and weights. All right. He's six foot six, 345. You got another guy, Andre Kojo, six foot six, three forty-five. I got another one that's six six and a half, three fifty, 350, <laughs> Connor Stroh. And then you have guys that are more of the tackle types. Uh Goosby, Trevor Goosby, uh, out of uh Melissa, 6'6, six, six, 260. Yep. And then Jaden Chapman, who is probably, I think, the highest rated of all the group. He is. is Actually, the small smallest at 64, 285. Um, <laughs> and so Look, I mean, these are bonus size guys, um, and I think now, it lines up with what they want to do uh, from a standpoint, uh, Jerry, of, of running the ball downhill while yep. also being able to work off the play action, right? That's uh, yeah. the whole idea.
1: Yeah, no doubt. No, there's no doubt about it. And, and if, you, if you look at the back-to-back classes, I mean, like you said, Jaden Chapman is the only guy, I believe, under 300 pounds. the whole group right i mean i think connor robertson maybe was 290 295 but yeah no there's no doubt i mean they're they have a type they're filling you know we we talk about are the are the positional needs getting filled in these classes and look i mean offensive line certainly is i mean when you take a look at these classes back to back um they are getting everything they want from a physical standpoint from a frame standpoint um, I, I might, that's actually brings up, I should probably make a post about that, but you know, the, the wingspans and hand sizes and everything of the two classes together. Um, but yeah, there, Bobby, to your point, I mean, I, I totally agree. Uh, they're, they're getting the guys they want that they think fit, uh, their scheme and moving into the sec.
0: Right, here, here's the next question. Obviously he's at Orlando, Dr. Phillips, Peyton Kirkland is there's a running back at Edgewater, um, that, uh, is pretty interesting to Texas. Number one running back in the country, Cedric Baxter. Do those two guys know each other very well? or uh, Very very much. <laughs> okay. Okay, got it. Got yeah, it. And, they definitely and, uh, know each other. <laughs> they know each other well? Yeah. I got it. And, and so Baxter announces on August 10th. Correct. Uh, he remains, uh, you know, Texas remains in, in a good position there, along with Texas A&M, Miami. Uh, I think Florida also involved as well. Uh, but he's considered the number one running back in the country. Um, to your point, when we were, when we first started this off, it's it shows Texas starting to to play a little bit more nationally now with the move into the SEC, um, also reaching out a little bit more uh, with the uh, with the the uh, Tashard Choice having uh, known those guys from being yes. over at Georgia Tech and in the Southeast his entire. Uh, coaching career or most of his coaching career. So I I feel like what we're seeing here is a natural extension almost of where the coaching staff knows. You mentioned Flood had previously known Kirkland from his time at Alabama. This is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Uh, Terry Joseph going into uh, Louisiana for Derek Williams. Steve Sarkeesian had been recruiting uh, Arch Manning for so long. So all those guys from that Southeast or even um, back in the West Coast with what Sark has done, all guys that they had some some leg room, I had already uh, created, I guess, what's the best way to put it? They'd already created some momentum prior to their even getting to to Austin. And so now it's just jumping on top of that and, and transporting that. Uh, interest to Austin, Texas,
1: and, and to your point, I should have mentioned this. this. is a great point, Bobby. It wasn't just Kyle Flood; it's a choice on Kirkland too, because he's recruit. He was recruiting him at Georgia Tech, the area recruiter in Orlando. He recruits the Orlando area for Texas. Um, so again, that Texas had two guys who had somewhat of relationships with Peyton Kirkland. So when it seems like it came out of the blue. It did because he's a rare kid that commits without ever being on the campus, right? Yeah. Uh, but from a relationship standpoint, I guess that tells you how strong relationships can be and are, and probably another feather in the cap for just choice.
0: Yeah, that's, a, that's amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. All right, uh, Jerry, 20 commitments on the campaign. Where do you think uh, the Longhorns stand now as they head into this final week of uh, July?
1: Yeah, I think the it's it's going to be interesting. You know, we talked about Cedric Baxter. Uh, his decision's August 10th. I think people are, uh, Texas fans are really now, I mean, it's the first time in a decade Texas fans aren't concerned about offensive line recruiting. So we got that one taken care of, right? So now it's all about edge, right? It's edge rush. What can Texas do to uh, get more Get more of those talents into the program, and those are the guys I'm really watching here in the next couple of weeks Braylon Shelby, Colton Vossick. I think both those guys make decisions before their senior season, probably before practices or before their first game. Uh, so I, that's that's a position I'm really watching closely. And here's another thing I'm going to watch on that same position, Damon Wilson. There's been some contact. Um, where does that go? I mean, if Cedric. Baxter commits to Texas August 10th. You suddenly have two guys from Florida in the class, you know, Damon Wilson. And you know, you're starting to have a little momentum in the state of Florida, right? And it's not easy. Damon Wilson's not an easy recruitment if you jump in. It's Alabama, Georgia, and Miami, right? And Ohio State. I mean, right. I'm not, I'm not sure there can be a more difficult recruitment than no, that. No, that's that's going
0: all in with the big boys. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. So I think edge is what I'm I'm looking out for. And then defensive back. Because Jordan Matthews, could he put come off that September timeline? Possibly. He'll be at Texas this next weekend. What's Javon Toviano going to do? Where's he going to show up next weekend? I think he's going to make a decision before the uh, Lake Travis game. They kick off the season against Lake Travis. So there's four or five pretty big five big decisions coming up here for Texas. And uh, I think the edge position and Darian Gillette, I, I think he'll, you know, I don't think that one will go well into the fall. So what, what, about,
0: a- what about what about Jamari, Jamarius Brown out of uh, Moss Point, Mississippi? What what position do you consider him as? Because you didn't mention him with edge, but
1: he's one of those guys that could play up and down the line, maybe. I think so. I think he's a three. You know, I think he's a three long term. You know, could could he could he play more of a five? Yeah, I think he can. I mean, he's athletic enough for sure. Uh, but that's kind. I think the kid's going to be six, three, 300 three hundred pound, uh, athletic interior guy with long arms. And and of course, he'll be on campus next weekend as well. Gotcha.
0: All right. Well, congratulations uh, to Peyton Kirkland, Orlando's Dr. Phillips High School, the newest Longhorn, commits to Texas today over Michigan State, Alabama, uh, Florida, Miami, Oklahoma. That sounds right to you?
1: Yeah, Oklahoma, Michigan State's really what it came down to. Okay. All right.
0: All right. For uh, Congratulations again to Peyton and Hookham. Uh, for Jerry Hamilton, I'm Bobby Burton. This has been this episode of On Texas Football.